Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of Lace Covered Life, where I, Lacey, cover life. So today we're going to do a little bit of Q&A, and then I have some motivational tips slash anxiety tips that I've kind of come up with. Um, I put out on my Instagram, that's where I post most of my stuff, by the way, like on Instagram. I don't know. I'm not a huge Facebook person. And pretty much the only reason I got back on Facebook was so I could just post about my lace-covered life stuff. So um, most of the time I'm posting on Instagram, but I posted, you know, like, what are some questions that you guys have? And my sister is so great. Shout out to my sister, Grace, because she actually gave me five different very thought-provoking questions to answer. So... Um, We'll go through some of those, and then I have, like I said, some motivational tips. So, side note, last Saturday, I normally try to record an episode like every week, and um, last Saturday, I had recorded an episode, but for some reason, like, I could not get, like, the topic of grief, like, out of my brain, and... um, I ended up recording an episode, but it was, like, super heavy, (laughs) and there was lots of crying and all kinds of stuff involved, and I feel like that might be a little too soon to hit you guys with that, so we're going to wait, and I will post that one maybe um, after I do a couple interviews and stuff, Um, so I'm kind of late in posting this because I recorded that, and then now I'm going to do this one, so... Back to the questions. Um, So she had asked me, what's something you didn't expect about motherhood? And I would say I didn't expect to feel so confident with it because there were, there's a lot of, you know, aspects of my life where I, a lot of times I don't feel very confident, but for some reason, I just, being a mom, I wasn't expecting it to come that natural to me because I was never one that was like, I really want to have kids. I, you know, I want to, you know, have three kids and by this time and all of that, like I really enjoyed my own me time and my free time. And so, you know, when we got pregnant with Hadley, it wasn't like we were planning on it. I mean, it was just kind of like, if it happens, it happens. And, um, she like it just completely changed my life and it was like the most amazing thing I didn't even really care about me time as much and I just wanted to spend time with her and you know like spend time with our little family and so I didn't expect that I didn't expect that I was not going to care about you know having me time and like it would just, I enjoyed it. And, you know, I, I think I'm a a pretty good mom and I've heard that from other people. So that, you know, that makes me feel good. Um, she's a really polite, well-rounded kid. She is a two-year-old though. So there is some major sass right now. Her new thing is, um, she really thinks it's funny to call me sir she'll come up and she'll go thank you sir 
thank you, sir. I'm like, no, I am not a sir. I'm a ma'am. And she goes, thank you, sir. And takes off running and laughing. Like she thinks it's so funny. I don't even know where she heard it from, but she's calling me sir. And then the other day she's eating dinner, right? And she is just like being her cute little self and literally just looks right at me and staring into my soul says, a monster is coming to get you. Now, I've seen horror films that start out like that. So that was terrifying, especially coming from a child. So I just said the first thing that really came to mind. Well, he better bring his A game because I will fight him. And then we got into this big, long discussion about the monster and all of that. And apparently he's sad and all of this. But I was like, well, what's the monster's name? Like trying to figure out, you know, if he has a name or anything. And she goes, uh, monster, like, duh. <laughs> so rude. So yeah, we're, we're in that phase now of imagination or, you know, maybe there is a sad monster lurking around my house. I don't know, but he's been warned. So, um, and then I think having two kids, I honestly, I did not expect, like, I knew having two kids was going to be a lot, but I was not expecting it to be so much. Like, you are constantly moving. You are nonstop until they go to bed. And I have two very good kids. I have two very good sleepers. Like, they started sleeping through the night. Both, Both of them did by, like, eight weeks. So, I never really had any issues with that, but it's just nonstop between you know, cleaning bottles and bathing and feeding and all of that. So I know in a couple of years, I'm going to be very grateful that they're so close together, but it is a lot sometimes. But um, yeah, I mean, we just, you just do it because that's what you do. But I love them both very much and I'm so grateful for them. And they're just two very beautiful girls and they're so funny. I'm very excited to see like, Probably when Hadley gets to be four and Hazel's two, I think that will be a super fun age for both of them. So I'm excited to see how that all goes. <laughs> um, so her next question is, your last meal on earth, what would it be? Oh, man, so I'm going to have to kind of out myself on this. So first of all, I would have a ribeye like hundred percent. Give me like the fattiest ribeye ever. And I will literally just eat the steak fat. Cause I think it's so good, but I have to have ketchup <laughs> and not many people know this about me, but I do love ketchup on steak. I was raised that way. So, uh, yeah, but I would eat steak and ketchup and I don't even know, like a baked potato with extra butter and sour cream for the side. Like that is my perfect meal. Um, for my job, like we'll, sometimes we have to go out to dinner and stuff. And a lot of times like it'll be really like a really nice restaurant and I'll want a steak, but I am so paranoid to ask for ketchup because I'm afraid someday, like some angry chef is going to come like barreling out of the kitchen and I'm just going to have to explain to him like, no, I just eat like trash. Like this is basically a hamburger to me and I do it to everyone. Like my husband gets so mad because he'll work on a steak and he'll like marinate it and 
he'll just, it'll be like perfection. And then I'm like, yep, let me put some Heinz on that and eat with my ketchup. So, uh, yeah, I don't care though. I love ketchup on steak. So that would be my last meal. Um, who is your dream guest to have on the podcast? So I, I thought about this question and I narrowed it down to like three slash four people. So first one would be Les Brown because he is such a good motivational speaker. Like he speaks to my soul. And so I would love to interview him and just like pick his brain on, you know, like everything motivational. So that's one. And then the second one is probably going to be shocking to even my family, but Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium. I'm obsessed with medium stuff and like psychics and things like that. And we'll get into that in a later episode. Cause I actually have a whole session recorded with a psychic that I went to after my mom died. And it's very crazy, but, um, I know not everyone believes in that, but I would love to have him on. I'd probably like have a mental breakdown. Um, cause I love one knowing about like the future, the past loved ones that have passed on all that kind of stuff. And then the third, I put three slash four people because I would love to have Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard on. And I know like Dak Shepard has his own podcast and I listened to the episode he had Kristen Bell on and Oh my gosh, like I love them together. They are just, they're hilarious. And they're also like so deep and like thought provoking and stuff at the same time. Like it was so crazy to listen to it because like a lot of times I feel like you see that they're really funny and goofy, but in their episode that they talked about together, like it was just, they talked about some really deep things and I was not expecting that. So I would love to have them on. And that was even like a goal that I wrote down for myself. Cause I was just like, you know what? I'm going to write down like the most crazy outlandish goals on a piece of paper. And we'll, you know what? Like anything can happen. So it's right up there with like be a millionaire. So, um, those were my people to have on my podcast. Um, if you could start any company completely paid for, what would it be? So this one's kind of hard for me because I, there are so many different things that I would do. Like I would love to have a dog rescue or start like a makeover business where you could just like, if someone's having a bad day or like, you know, feeling like a potato, um, I love that phrase. Like there are days that I just legit feel like a potato, but um, I, like to give them a whole makeover, like clothes, makeup, hair, and just like make them feel so great. Like their best selves. Not that like looks are everything, but like when you feel like you've got like your best pair of jeans on, cute shirt, makeup, hair done, like you just feel good. So, um, I would love to do that for people. Cause I love doing hair and makeup in general. It's like a hobby for me. So I, would absolutely love to do that for someone else. Um, let's see what else did I have? If, oh, so this last one, um, if you could leave the world with only one message or truth, what would it be? So 
I think, and, and I've kind of learned this, I think, within the past few months, I would say, is, like, if you're thinking about doing something, right, like, if you're thinking about starting a podcast or starting a business or having another baby or leaving a relationship or anything, like, literally just do it. Like, don't wait until you think you're ready or, like, you're going to wait until you have this or you're going to, you know, wait until this falls into place. Like, just do it and you'll be so surprised by what happens. Like, with this podcast, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to wait until I listen to this many podcasts or I'm going to wait until I do some research on it. And literally, like, I would just be waiting and waiting and it was just an excuse to put it off because I was scared. I was legit scared because this is a very vulnerable, like, you know, hard thing to do kind of to put yourself out there like this. And so it was, it was very, it was kind of terrifying, but honestly, like it's one of my favorite things. Like it's very therapeutic for me and I just, I really enjoy it. So that is my advice. Like just do it. And Like, I know that phrase is copyrighted by Nike, and I'm not, like, trying to use that phrase at all in that way. I'm just saying, like, just literally make the decision to follow follow your dreams, follow your goals, and take that first step. Like, Will Smith had a really good motivational talk where he said that in his family growing up, they didn't set out to build a wall, right? They said, I'm going to lay this brick and I'm going to lay this brick so perfect and so nice like no other brick has ever been laid. So you lay that first brick and then you lay the next one and the next one and then eventually you have this wall. So it's just one step at a time, you know, one one episode or, you know, if you're going to write a book, like one chapter at a time, like just sit down and do it and it's amazing like the results and stuff that you will get so that's that's my uh one thing there that I would leave the world with so that is what I have for well actually I have one more so a couple things that I missed one a couple things that people probably don't know about me so every time I film a I keep saying film every time I record a podcast I put my headphones in and listen to music because I cannot handle silence at all. So in like road trips and stuff, I'm the worst person. Like I never stop talking unless it's with my husband, then I can handle that. But if it's like with a friend or coworker, like I will not shut up ever. So um, if you go on a road trip with me, prepare to be just all kinds of questions. So, um, there's that. And then, um, let's see anything else. Oh crap. I totally did not even talk about. So what I'm drinking tonight, I'm drinking a crispy cream, medium roast coffee from my Keurig. We don't have a crispy cream around here. It's very disappointing. And then the song I'm listening to this week, so my daughter's been watching Trolls, and I can pretty much quote the movie at this point, but the song I'm listening to is Get Back Up Again 
by Anna. Well, I don't know if it's by Anna Kendrick, but she sings it in the movie. Super good. Super motivational. The first time I listened to it, I honestly teared up a little bit because it was like exactly what I needed to hear that day. But yeah, so that's, that is the, what I'm drinking and song that I should have put at the beginning of this episode, but now it's in the middle. So there's that. Um, a couple things about like motivation, just a few tips that I have. So in the morning I take my girls to the babysitter and then I go to work. Right. And from the babysitter to my work, it's like a 15 to 20 minute drive. And it's just kind of like my time to like get prepared for the day. And so what I do is I turn on Motiversity, which I just learned that they have Spotify, um, Apple Music, and YouTube. I was listening to it on YouTube. So that was um, exciting to find out that they had Spotify and Apple Music. But basically, it's all these like really motivational speeches put together with this motivational music. And it's amazing. I think I mentioned it before because by the time they get done, I'm just like, let's do this. Like I walk in and I'm like, yes, let's win this day. Like I could literally do anything. And so some of the people that they have on there that I really, really enjoy are Walter Bond. He has the, um, the shark mindset. And I actually shared that at work because in, in his motivational talks, he says, you know, you should always be a shark. You should always be moving forward. You should, you know, if a shark swims backward, it will die. Or if it stops swimming, it will die. So you always want to be progressing forward and moving forward with your life. Um, then there's William Hollis and he talks about like his struggles as a child and growing up and like, it's just, it's very like, just really gets you in the feels. Like if this dude can do this, then, you know, I can do anything too. Um, Les Brown, like I mentioned, like he's amazing. And then Matt Wilson, um, he's kind of, there's definitely like some cussing and stuff involved and I can always appreciate that. Like, I don't know, to me, I, I think it livens up the conversation a little bit. Um, someone told me one time that they use the F word to emphasize and I, you know what? I appreciate that. So, um, and then Will Smith, he is a really good one as well. They have a lot of his motivational talks from, I think it's like Instagram that he's posted them and, you know, his interviews with people too. It's just like all of those people just really, really inspire me in the morning to just do my best. And like, there's literally like, you're the only person holding you back from doing whatever you want to do with your life. So I really like that. A couple things that I've kind of found, like if I'm like, if I'm anxious about something, so if I have like a I don't know if I have a presentation to give or, um, let's say I'm having a really, really bad day and I'm like, anxiety is just really all like I'm immersed in it. Um, I read in a magazine one time, like this technique. And so basically what you're going to do is you're going to like, whether you're at your desk or you go into a different room or whatever, like sit there and just like first, like try and chill out. And then you're going to like focus on your breath. And when you breathe in, you're going to picture breathing in like a fluffy, white, pure white air, right? So you're like inhaling that. And then when you exhale, 
you're going to breathe out like a black, like smoke almost. Like that's what you're picturing. So you're inhaling like positive energy and you're exhaling the negative. And I think what it really helps do too is like helps you focus on your breath. So you're like really working on taking a deep breath in and like a long breath out. Because when you get anxious and you get upset, you really like almost like you don't stop breathing, but your your body is not like getting enough oxygen. And so it really doesn't help you think clearly. So I really enjoy doing that because it just helps me like, okay, like get my, I don't want to say like get my Zen, but basically get my Zen. So um, now it doesn't like completely take it away, but it definitely helps take the edge off to where I can like, okay, let's think rationally about this situation or whatever's happening. And um, so yeah, that's one tip. The second tip is to make a list of all the worst things that can happen and just like keep going. Okay. Like, so if this happens, what's the next worst thing that can happen? Then the next worst thing. So you basically are playing out the scenario. So you can kind of see like, okay, well, this is kind of far-fetched that this, you know, like, let's say that you get fired, right? Like, what's the actual thing that you're going to get fired if you screw up on a presentation or something like that? Like, so you kind of keep going on what the next worst thing is until you get to the very end. And then it's like, okay, I've thought about all the worst things that can happen. Now, what are the best things that can happen from this? And then you can kind of move forward. Like this is, you have it objectively laid out in front of you. Okay. Now you can go forward and you know, it can go either way, but you at least know what to expect. Right. And then the last one my therapist gave to me, I do therapy and I love it. I think it's amazing. It's literally like I walk in and I basically just start crying. So it's like I hold everything in until I get into her office and then I'm just like a sobbing mess. But um, she's amazing. Like I, I think that everyone should go to therapy no matter what type of trauma you have or don't have. I feel like it's always good to just feel like your feelings are valid from somebody who is um, impartial or unbiased. So if you don't have a therapist, you should get one. Anyway, um, she always like tells me, okay, if you're really like immersed in anxiety, so there's sometimes like if let's say I talk about going somewhere with the girls, right? I will instantly start, okay, well, this is the worst thing that can happen. And I start like crazy making in my own mind and, you know, I'll start to get like really just all in my head about it and short of breath. And I feel like there's an elephant sitting on my chest and all this stuff. And so what she says to do is to ground yourself. So what's one thing that you can taste? So she says, pop in like a piece of gum or something, like something that has like a strong taste. And then what's something you can smell smell some like perfume or put lotion on your hands you know like touch is kind of part of that what's something you can hear like put music on or just like sit in silence and then what's something you can see so like look at a picture of my girls or you know um look at like google motivational pictures or like sayings on pinterest or even i'll just hashtag motivation on instagram and Usually I can find some really inspiring stuff that like, okay, I need to like rein it in and settle down. So that's kind of what I do for like anxiety and just kind of pumping myself back up. So 
that is all I have for this episode. And I know it was kind of a lot of different stuff, but um, next episode is going to be me and I'm going to interview my husband. It'll be my first interview. I'm really excited. I think that it will be very interesting. And my husband asked me if he should bring some material for it, which I thought was really funny. I'm like, well, we're not like a stand-up comedian, so no, you can keep your material. Um, But no, I think it'll be really fun. And my motivational quote for you this week kind of goes along with what we talked about before where like you know if you really feel like you're called to do something whether it is you know write a book or do a podcast or start your own business or anything like that so Les Brown had a, a quote in one of his motivational talks and he said the richest place is the cemetery right because so many people just they die with all of these amazing ideas and you know, things that they just never had the courage or never had the means to just like step up and try it. So again, you're the only person holding yourself back from doing whatever you want to do. So thank you for joining me on Lace Covered Life and I will see you next time. Bye.